Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Boy, do we have a special episode for you guys this week. Honestly, I'm so excited to share this episode. We are interviewing author Suchi Sairam. She is the author of the new children's book titled Dancing Deepa. It's a book all about a little girl. Her name is Deepa and she loves to do the dance that's her cultural dance called Bharatanatyam. It's, I'm going to say that again. I had to practice and I could be not saying it exactly right, but Bharatanatyam. It is an Indian Hindu culture dance that she loves to do, but she's a little bit shy to share it with her classmates and her friends at school because it's so different. Okay, so that's what the book is about. And I'm sure you can find ways to relate to Suchi in your life as well. Or maybe you have even friends like Suchi and her culture in your school. So this is what we're going to read about and the author at the end is going to explain everything to us before we get into all this goodness of this episode. I am going to read you a little bit about the Bharatanatyam, the special, special dance. And I'm also going to play you some music that is goes along with this type of dance, okay? Just so you can get an understanding of what it's like. And I also suggest, with your parents' help, of course, that you go online and research the dance. There are tons and tons of videos. It is such a beautiful dance to watch, guys. I can't stress it enough that it is really important for you to visually see the dance as well. So I'm gonna do as much as I can on my end to let you listen to the music and explain it to you, but you really need to visually see it. So please ask your parents for help and get you online and watch some beautiful videos, okay? It's Bharatanatyam and I'm gonna spell it for you in the next clip so your parents can find it easily online. All right. Thanks, guys. Hang in there. We got a big episode this week. Oh, Conchetta does help me interview um, Suchi, but right now Conchetta is heavy, heavy, heavy into her summer camp. I mean, very serious into camp. And when she comes home in the evening, she is wiped out. So I'm going to be doing all this work right now by myself, but she did help me interview Suchi. So you will hear from her in a little bit. Okay, hang in there. Shout out time, guys. We have a big shout out this week. It's a birthday shout out, our favorite shout outs to give. And I'm going to read this shout out because it's so important. I want to get all the information in there. So dear Corey and Conchetta, we are hoping so much that you can give a shout out to our daughter, Olivia, who will turn five on August 3rd. 
We have all been keen listeners of your podcast for the past few years, and Olivia simply cannot go to sleep without you two. Nothing else will do. At once calming and comforting during those bleak lockdown months and entertaining, you guys are the best and certainly better than a trip to the dentist. By the way, we live in Weatherby in Yorkshire, England. Yes, home to the Terriers and Yorkshire Pudding. So get the globe out again, Congetta. We are so happy if you can squeeze in a shout out for Olivia as it will send her to cloud nine. Much love from the UK from David, Charlie, and Olivia, of course. Well, Miss Olivia, happy, happy, happy fifth birthday. It's one of the biggest birthdays to celebrate. We're so happy for you. Have a huge slice of cake for us or ice cream, whatever you're going to eat. And thank you all for listening to us for all these years and being such loyal listeners. We're so happy to hear that you love to listen to us before bed, Olivia. And that's the whole point of Sleepyhead Stories. That's why we started was because Conchetta needed stories before she could go to sleep at night. So thank you so much, guys. Olivia, happy birthday, big girl. Thank you again. Bharatanatyam is one of the most popular and widely practiced classical dance styles of India, with sculptural evidence dating back nearly 3,000 years. A highly spiritual and dedicatory dance form, Bharatanatyam roots back to the Hindu temples of Tamil Nadu in South India. The dance moved from temples to theaters over time, but has retained its characteristic devotional component, expression, and human emotions, and stylized storytelling. The flexibility of the Bharatanatyam framework lends itself well to both traditional themes as well as modern-day subjects. Originally performed only by female soloists, Bharatanatyam is now performed by male and female soloists, as well as ensembles all over the world. In its present form, Bharatanatyam is approximately 200 years old and continues to evolve as a living performance art. Dancing Deepa, written by Suchi Sairam, illustrated by Vidya Vasudivan. This book is for all the kids out there who just want to be their whole selves every day, all the time. A new poster on the walls at Bear Creek Elementary School caught Deepa's eye. A talent show. Deepa enjoyed the excitement rising within her. But when Deepa looked more closely at the poster, her excitement drained away. On the poster, Deepa saw pictures of singers, actors, musicians, 
martial artists, gymnasts, ballerinas, and tap dancers, even a unicyclist. But Deepa didn't see any pictures of anyone dancing her kind of dance, a captivating dance from India called Bharatanatyam. It's a long word, sound it out, Bharatanatyam. You see, Deepa delights in dance. She wants to share dance with her whole school, the whole world even. The rhythms and expressions, the music and the costumes, Deepa cherished every element of Bharatanatyam. But she worried that her classmates wouldn't see Bharatanatyam that way. What if no one at Deepa's school would watch Bharatanatyam since it wasn't ballet or tap? What if her classmates didn't like the music? What if they thought her costume was too bright or ugly even? What if they decided she looked weird because of the facial expressions that go along with Bharatanatyam? Deepa's dance teacher regularly insisted that all dance is beautiful if you do it with love. Deepa certainly loved Bharatanatyam. But Deepa feared other students might laugh at the dance she loved or get bored or criticize it. Any of those would hurt too much. So Deepa decided to just forget auditioning for the talent show. The risk was too great. The next Wednesday was audition day. And while Deepa chose to be happy for her friends who auditioned, she was disappointed she wouldn't get to dance. A few days later, several friends received the good news that they would be in the show. Deepa's classmate, Anna, who studies ballet said, I am so excited, but I'm also nervous. I'm going to dance to music by Mozart. I love to dance because it makes me feel so happy. I get that, Deepa said and smiled on the outside. At the same time, Deepa felt deeply wistful on the inside. She said to herself, I love to dance too. Anna and my other friends don't even know I dance. Ballet is beautiful, but Bharatanatyam is too. Maybe I should do ballet instead. Then I could dance in the talent show. Talent show day arrived. The whole school buzzed with excitement. Deepa was fascinated by every act. If she liked each presentation this much, would these talented students like her, Bharatanatyam? Deepa found the variety fascinating and she wouldn't have wanted to miss even one act. Deepa didn't know so many schoolmates excelled in such a wide assortment of activities. She's heard only a few speak of these interests before. Singers, dancers, actors, musicians, even a magician. Deepa learned so much about each classmate. Despite each happy discovery, Deepa kept thinking, I wish I could have danced too. Deepa kept picturing herself dancing Bharatanatyam on stage. She heard the bells, her face lit up with the expressions, but it was too late. Nobody would be watching her today. Deepa grew so distracted and confused that she just walked back to class after the show without saying a word. She forgot to congratulate those who performed. 
She didn't even talk to Anna, whose ballet dance was exquisitely graceful. Deepa's fourth grade teacher, Miss Molina, was surprised to see Deepa leave that way. Miss Molina found it even more worrisome that Deepa chose to sit alone, lost in her thoughts. Deepa was friendly and usually showed deliberate interest in other students. Is something bothering you, Deepa? Did you not like the show? asked Miss Molina. Well, began Deepa, I like the show tremendously. Everyone did a great job, but... But what? Miss Molina said. Would you like to talk about it? Deepa hesitated. Do I tell her? I'll sound so silly, she thought. But Miss Molina had shown thoughtful kindness in the past. Deepa plunged ahead. Well, I guess I wish I could have danced. I love to dance, but my dance is different. I wasn't sure if I was allowed or if anyone would like it. People might think my dance is weird or that I'm weird. And now I'll never get a chance to dance in the talent show. Miss Molina sat next to Deepa and said, anything that expresses your happiness and care can never be weird. Can you tell me about your dance? I'd love to know more. Deepa's face lit up. Really, you would? It's from India, where my whole family is from. The dance is called Bharatanatyam. India? Oh, India is such a fascinating place with a very rich culture. I think students would love to learn more. I know I would. In fact, why don't you share something with the class on Monday? Deepa froze. The whole class? On Monday? This was exciting, but a little scary too. What if they ask questions I can't answer? At the same time, this was her big chance. Should she pass it up? Yes, I'll do it, Deepa exclaimed. Thank you, Miss Molina. Deepa worked up her courage to ask Anna later that Friday if she would help her to change on Monday. She briefly told Anna about Bharatanatyam and what went into the costume. Deepa then explained, Anna, since you are a dancer, you will know a few of the feelings I'm experiencing and how each piece of the costuming needs to be just right. I do get the feelings, Deepa, and of course I'll help you. Just tell me what to do. Phew! One classmate who hasn't laughed, thought Deepa with relief. Deepa's teacher would be proud of her for taking a risk. Dancing for her class was the only thing Deepa could think about all weekend. On Saturday, Deepa excitedly told her dance teacher about her big opportunity. Deepa's dance teacher was over the moon proud of her for having the courage to share the dance she loved. Why don't you start by telling them Bharatanatyam originated in India, then dance a piece, and then let them ask questions. They will learn something from you, and you will learn something from their questions. Learn from their questions, Deepa thought. Hmm, I don't know what she means, but I'll see what happens. 
Sunday was the longest day. Deepa's mind was a swirling soup of excitement, happiness, worry, and nervousness. She wondered how she could feel so many things at the same time. Finally, it was Monday, Deepa's big day to dance for her class. Just before class, Anna went with Deepa to the teacher's room next door, where Deepa put on her favorite Indian earrings and bangles and changed into a red blouse and a blue pavadai long skirt. While Deepa changed, Anna said, take a deep breath, Deepa. That's what I do just before I dance, and it always helps. Deepa breathed deeply and shot a wavery smile of thanks to Anna. She felt too nervous to speak. Anna said, you're welcome. Even words are hard to say before a big performance. Finally, Deepa stuck a little round maroon bindi on her forehead with her finger, saving the most special part for the last Deepa removed her shoes and attached her ankle bells so everyone could hear the rhythms in her feet. Miss Molina announced, Class, we have a delightful surprise today. I asked Deepa to share a little bit about a dance from India that she studies. She will tell us a bit about Bharatanatyam. She will dance it and then we will ask her questions. Thump, thump, thump. Deepa's heart was racing. It's okay, it's okay. Just breathe. Just listen to the music and dance. Music filled the classroom. Tam, tam, de tam. Deepa lifted her hands high above her head, gluing her palms together. She smiled brightly with her eyes and her lips as she stamped and stretched and jumped and turned to the rhythms and melody. Her ankle bells jingled with joy. Three minutes later, the class roared with cheers. How do you do all of that at the same time? That looks so hard. I never knew dance would have so much facial expression. That is cool. How do you make your eyes and your neck do that? Those rhythms are so complicated. I don't really like dance very much, but I think I'd try that one. You did an amazing job. Don't your feet hurt by dancing barefoot? How do you keep smiling? Can you really tell stories through dance without saying a word? Deepa couldn't believe it. Nobody thought she looked strange or danced weirdly. Classmates said that they were tapping their toes to the music because it was catchy. Several said that her costume was beautiful. Can you show us more? Yes. And next time, let's dance together. Miss Melina nodded and smiled at Deepa, who said, thank you so much. This was even better than dancing in the school talent show. Anna smiled across the room too. The end.
about the author. Suchi Sairam is a daughter, wife, sister, friend, student, teacher, and maybe the silliest aunt around. She has way more than 50 kids, but none at home. Her 35 plus year obsession with Indian dance and music is exceeded only by her obsession with chai and chocolate. Her love of science and engineering matches her passion for art. As an immigrant brought to the United States as a baby, this unique Indian, Texan, Minnesotan American knows what it's like to have your feet planted firmly in multiple places and identities. now for our author interview with Suchi Sairam and Conchetta and I and Suchi did this while we were in the middle of a terrible rainstorm out here in New York City so the sound is a little muffled at times especially on me and Conchetta's end but you get to hear Suchi very clearly and that's the most important part okay enjoy guys And so this was just tumbling around in my mind for a while, and 
I never had a plan to write a book, but then I suddenly was telling myself, well, why not you and why not now? So that is, uh, that is where the initial inspiration to even write a book came from. And the, the inspiration for the, the storyline is really from uh, my personal experience growing up in the United States, but learning a culturally specific art form, but more importantly, watching my students and seeing how their learning journeys have progressed and what are some of the things that they feel challenged by, what are some of the things that they may feel a little bit insecure about. And I wanted to really write about some of those things to, uh, to help them express their journeys and to help them see themselves in a book. So that was really the inspiration for Dancing Diva. Very nice, right, Senna? Yeah. Yeah. All right, number two. Um, is your book based on a real-life situation you had? Not specifically a situation that I had, but um, I would say probably a compilation of different experiences that uh, I had when I was very young, but and, and some of the experiences that I've seen my students go through. So uh, not the, a specific experience, but maybe inspired by a composite of different experiences. Very nice. Okay, number three. Um, do you plan on writing any other books in the future? Well, I do now. Uh, I wanted to see how this how this went. This was uh, such a fun process, and I learned so much through the process. And most importantly, it was actually uh, such a wonderful experience alongside my students because they were with me at every step. I read the rough draft to them. Uh, they helped me kind of uh, shape some specific things in the story. Uh, many of them wanted to see every single step. So as the illustrations came in, as we as we worked on the cover design, they all voted on the cover design. And so there was a collaborative process. So in many ways, I feel like this book was for them, but now it is, it is with them. It, it belongs to all of us. And so in fact, the after they they read the final version and had a hard copy to read. The first question that many of them asked was, um, when is the next one coming? And then the second question immediately afterward was, are we going to be in it? So, <laughs> so I think that another book, at least one more book has to come, and, and uh, they have to show up in it in some way. Very nice. <laughs> okay, um, Conchetta's last question is very, very, very important series. But before we get to the very, very important series questions, yes. I also want to just sneak a little question in there. Um, what do you hope children that read Dancing Diva get out of the book? Sure. I, I think there's a, there's a couple of different things. One is for for kids that are, are practicing something, I mean, this happens to be inspired by the art form that I love, but it's an idea, a dance form. But I think it really applies to any child that is learning something or doing something, really enjoys something that might be different than what others are doing. And to still be proud of that and have the confidence to share it and to not worry and not make assumptions about how other people will react to it. Uh, that there are people who are interested and there are people there to encourage you. I think that is that is uh, one thing that I really hope people get out of it. And 
the other thing that I really hope uh, people get out of it is that uh, like like Conchetta has has uh, a friend that that she connected with when she heard about Dancing Deepa. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for kids to you know you keep an eye out for those that are around you and hey what are you interested in? Hey, or do you do things that might be different for me? And can I learn something from you? And can you learn something for me? So I think my, my, my hope actually coming out of that is, is that the, it creates more dialogue and it creates more exchange. And when we exchange more, we learn more and we grow more. Absolutely. And if you don't mind real quick, how do you pronounce the name of the dance again? Is Paratanakyam. Okay.
Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Make sure you're subscribing so you get alerts every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok. Please make sure to send in those shoutouts to sleepyheadstories at gmail.com or send us a direct message on any one of our social medias. Thank you, and we wish you the best day or the best night. Thank you.